Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. All right. Welcome back to another Ramblin' Radio podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you guys are having a great day. We're going to kickstart this week. We got our first guest ever, everybody. Wix has officially joined us. The legend, the myth. <laughs> <laughs> you said it in the wrong I know. The myth, the man. Well, you're not a man, so I got confused, and then I skipped oh, is one. That, is that it? That's it. Hello, the, everyone. H- hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, this is going to be a really fun episode because it's Sunday night, and we're drinking some wine and just having some some loving conversation. But uh, this is going to be a really important episode because I think a lot of a lot of you that are listening have a significant other or either want a boyfriend or a girl, uh, gr- <laughs> either want a girlfriend. Um, I think a lot of you might want a girlfriend or a boyfriend and, um, and I think our experience can help and, and this whole entrepreneurial freelance journey is a really tough one. And I talk about this a lot, how there's no such thing as balance. How can you do this and still have a balanced lifestyle? Well, you really can't. Something has to give. You know, you have to have one focal point, and that really has to take up most of your time. And there's just no, there, you just can't have a balanced life. Doesn't mean that you can't switch your focus and, and have something else be the focus for a period of time, but there's always something that needs to be, um, um, what am I trying to say? There's something that always needs to be something the focus. Will, something will always be a priority. Some, a the priority. priority. Thank you. Thank you. Um, something will always be the priority versus everything else. And that's just how it has to be. So um, I think we should kick this thing off and talk about some juicy shit. Can we start over? No, this is great. This is great? Yes. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I, let's, let's start how we met. It's a great story. Great story. Really good. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell it or you want no, me you to? you can tell it. Oh, okay. So we kind of met through Tinder. <laughs> and how? Not really. I hate that. Cause we, we did met... not meet through Tinder. I've never, for the record, everyone listening, I have never used Tinder ever in my life. But I did. But you did. But that's not, a different. But not for you. That's a different story. <gasps> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Bumble. <laughs> okay, so we met through friends of a friend through Tinder, mm-hmm. basically. Four years ago. Four long. Four years ago. <laughs> four long years ago. Uh, back in 2015, my buddy needed a wingman which ended up being me. And then the girl that he was seeing, he met through Tinder, she invited a wingman of her own, which was Wix. So we met through our friends friends who met through (laughs) Tinder. There you go. (laughs) Wow, that was really difficult. And uh, we went to this, uh, this club called Sound Bar, Sound Bar, and um, I remember I, I saw Wix for the first time, and she was like super tall. Apparently, I'm into tall girls. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just I guess that's just my thing. But um, I thought she was so beautiful, and I found out that she had a boyfriend, which sucked. Um, and 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 let me just say that we met 
Wix and I when I was in bodybuilding prep. But I was I was kind of early in my bodybuilding prep, so I wasn't like super irritable. But then as we continued to hang out more and more, which I'll get into, I got more and more irritable. So maybe that didn't help my my chances too much. But anyways, we we hung out. I met her, found out she had a boyfriend. So I was like, all right. And then over time, we just we we kept hanging out and we we became really good friends. We became best friends actually, and and it stayed like that for two years. And then one day we all went out as a group once again, because that's what we did. And we went to this place called Punchbowl Social. It's like a bowling alley uh, with a bar. Super fun. And we stayed out pretty late and I got back home and I was filming a rambling road episode. And I was talking as I was talking to the camera, as I, I was talking to you guys, um, my phone rang and it was Wix's best friend and she called me to tell me that Wix had broke up with her boyfriend so after two years of being best friends she was always dating someone or she was dating the same guy excuse me she was dating the same guy you dated him for two years no we were the time frame is is weird we weren't we weren't best friends for we were best friends for two years up until we started dating so we were we were not best friends until... Who, you and me or your ex? No, you and I were yeah. not best friends until after we oh, broke up. Oh, that's right. We didn't get close. We were just barely knew each other. Okay, well... We were like back and forth friends. Okay, we were back and forth friends. All right, I screwed that up. Where was I? Where am I right now? You... Oh, jo- uh, your friend called me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, so I'm vlogging, I'm talking to the camera, talking to you guys... And I get this phone call, and Wix's be- Wix's best friend tells me that she had broke up with her boyfriend, and my jaw dropped. And I I have all of this on film, so I might have to I might have to show it one day. And we didn't start dating right away. We I I was like really shocked, and like I kind of had to put my emotions, my feelings to the side just because she was dating someone and. And, you know, I was doing this bodybuilding prep, so I was just really, really focused on, on my stuff and what I was doing. And and so for about eight months, we became best friends and nothing happened until that about that eight eight month mark. And I didn't even really, I didn't even want a girlfriend at the time because I was just so laser focused with the stuff that I was doing. And I had just started my filmmaking career. Like I had just put out my first Rambling Road episode. Like Wix, Wix has been here from the very beginning, guys. Like I don't know if I've, I've ever mentioned this, but she has been through all of my lows and all of my highs. Like she's been through almost everything, um, at least when it comes to my filmmaking stuff. And so I, I knew I had I was starting to get a real idea of what this was truly going to take and to balance what I was doing with a new girlfriend, I thought was just it just couldn't happen, at least not right now. So I didn't really like flirt or try to, you know, start something with her. We just became really good friends and it stayed that way. And then I think finally at the eight month mark, I don't know what it was. I honestly, people ask me all the time, like they'll ask me what our story is and I'll explain that. And then the like golden question is, well, what switched? Like what changed your mind? 
and I, I can't put anything to it. Like I can't be like, Oh, I just like fell in love one day. Yeah. I think it was people for me, at least it was our friends, like almost every other day. Yeah. Like yeah. my best friend would constantly be like, Zach loves you. Like just, just go on a date with him. Like he loves you. And I, and I just brushed it off, brushed it off, but it's still stuck in mm-hmm. my head. Like this guy likes me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not doing anything about it. And I never, I didn't really get to know you. And then that over that eight month period when I wasn't in a relationship anymore and we became best friends, I like really got to know you for you. Yeah. And then I think that's when, I don't know, some subconscious feelings came up. Yes. And then I just said, whatever, maybe everyone else was right. And I just went with it. Yeah. We went on our first date and, uh, and I knew I had it in the bag. It was game over. It was not. It was game over. Was in my mind, resistant. it was game over. In your mind, she you were like, resistant. we're in it. And I'm like, yeah. no, we're not. After the first date, I'm like, she's my girlfriend. <laughs> like, literally, Le- actually. Legit. Like, legit. you told me that. <laughs> I yeah. said no. Yeah. No, I did not tell you that. After <laughs> yes, you our did. first date. Not our first date, but it was like at least, it, ha- it had to have been like a week and a half, two weeks after. And you were like, yeah. so are we doing this thing or what? And I'm yeah. like, no, was, I'm not ready. It was crazy. But honestly, like, what's really shocking, even thinking about this now, is is the rough start that we had with our relationship. Like, it was not a normal relationship. With every relationship, you're you're in the honeymoon stage for like the first three months or at least two months at the at the bare minimum, right? And like, we had a honeymoon stage for maybe four weeks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the argument started to happen. And we, like, went through this, like, really just this rough patch. And, like, she, there there wasn't a communication of of what we wanted from each other. She I think was, we were just in very different stages in life yeah. when we decided to get together. And we were also best friends before that so yeah. we were so comfortable being honest because typically in the beginning of a relationship and you just jump in uh-huh. you don't really call your partner out on anything because yeah. you're afraid to because you haven't reached that comfort level yeah but we reached that comfort level like two years back right. so i was not afraid to be like you're annoying me or you yeah. know like tell you straight up how i was feeling right right and vice versa yeah so we started so we started dating we started getting into like little arguments here and there Wix was really. We talk about how we how we went on our first trip. Well, we're not there yet. But that's when everything happened because that's when what I had mean? like, I got so upset oh, yeah, about that's right. your filmmaking that's right. and like okay. I couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this comes back to our we kept arguing and arguing and then we were like, let's take a trip together. No. Yes, we, we would argue like back and forth. It was just like there was. It wasn't like all arguments, but it was... Yeah, you're making it sound like we were fighting every day. We weren't fighting every day. That's not what it was. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like that at all. No, it wasn't. Um, we got into small arguments. Small argument, a little bickering. Yeah, we were bickering. bickering. Yeah, it right. was bickering. Because you were so independent, and I was super independent. And you were like, you were just in your own world, and you would go to th- like certain things and just like invite me if I wanted to go and like... I never wanted to impose on you. That was my biggest thing. Is I never wanted to. I never wanted you to do something that that I wanted to do, but you didn't. I I just didn't know how to work 
as a team. There was just a lack of communication. We didn't really have a sit down talk of like, okay, this is what I'm trying to do with my life on both, both ends, both sides. And I think you really need that. Even it's harder to do that earlier in a relationship because it's all just like, you don't want to seem a certain way in the relationship. You're not like fully open with that person. You want to show like your perfect side and, um, and not really like truly open up with what you really need in a relationship. Not mm-hmm. at least not the first three months. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really have that conversation. There's a lack of communication and that's why we had all this bickering and stuff. So throughout the bickering, we decided to go on a trip together. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That was your idea. Yeah, three months, three months, three months after dating, we decided to take an eleven-day road, road trip, trip across road the West trip. Coast. <laughs> road trip. Yeah, and that's well. We were. I remember we were looking at. We were like, oh, let's go on a trip, and we were looking at like tropical resorts and like all-inclusive stays. Yeah, because that's all I knew. Oh, that's right. When it came to vacation, right. that's the only thing I ever oh thought of because that was my world at the time. We would have been miserable. I know. Yeah. And then you, su- I don't remember what you suggest. You suggest you suggested something else. And well, then- I wanted to do what you wanted to do. I knew that the all-inclusive thing would would be a bad idea. Yeah, I knew that because. I grew up like just I just like I was raised that way like yeah. never do an all inclusive it's bad. See, I was and you it were was the complete opposite. Of me. opposite. That's all I ever did. Yeah. But then I remember I I don't even remember what I was watching. I saw something where I like I laid upon or I saw a Zion National Park somewhere like a little while back and then oh. it just kept came, coming up for me like I kept seeing it. And I was like, we should go to Zion. And then we saw where it was and then stumbled upon a blog of a girl who who did a whole big road trip from mm-hmm. Arizona up to Utah. And we were like, we need to recreate Gotta that exact it. road trip. Yeah. And, and that's so what we, we did. did. Yeah. 11. Was it 11 days? 11 days. I thought it was 10. 11? 11. Wow, that's a long trip. It was a long trip. Especially after only dating for three months. But it changed our entire relationship. Yeah, it did. Like, within that 11 days, it we were completely different people when it, we got back. It would have made or, or, or broken our, right. our relationship. Right. Yeah. And that's where the National Park Rambling Road series happened, mm-hmm. which totally changed my career. Mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten like cl- tons of clients from that. That's how, that's how I got hired by Catherine, mm-hmm. even though, um, Lewis connected me with her, but, but she saw our series and she's like, I'm hiring this guy. And mm-hmm. she told me that because of that series. So I've, I've had clients because of the series. Um, but anyways, like the real reason why we're even talking about it is because like Wix didn't know what it was like to live with someone that filmed his life. Correct. Like I was filming, doing my normal thing. And like the first three days of our, of our trip, I thought like this trip is going to blow up in flames. Well, backstory. 
I, when I was so excited to go on this trip because for me, this was vacation and this right. was like a romantic vacation with my boyfriend <laughs> that I'm so like, <laughs> like we just got into this relationship. This is so fun. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm going to film the whole thing. I'm going to create a super cool series. And I was like, yeah. oh, totally. Like I was so on board. And then I was just so excited to share this experience because I love traveling and I love like hiking and being outside, being outdoors and like seeing incredible places. I'm so into that kind of stuff and I really mm-hmm. soak in it. And when I started to see the focus was on what we can film and not on how are we going to share this experience together was when <laughs> I was like, what did I get myself into? And I was genuinely like hurt and so upset because I did not understand at all what he was doing. To me, it was like, there's this camera and a beautiful scene in front of you and like, oh, you just want to capture it as a memory rather than it being like something so much greater than that. I just saw it as like, why are you, why are you filming this? Like we're supposed to be spending it together. I was ready to work. I was like putting in work. Like, let me just explain. Like, we're on the way to the Grand Canyon. Like, I am like a little child with candy. Like, I'm... I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. And he's like, pull over on the side. We're in a, are we in a minivan? We were in a, something like, that looked, like a Jeep SUV. Something that looked close to a minivan. It was, no, no, no. It was, it was just an SUV. Well, okay. So, yeah. but it was a big, it was, it was a big car. But you were like, it was a four by four hey babe, like, can you drive the car while I drone outside us driving? We had to stop like three or four times on the side of the road so he can get it. Mind you, it's 115 degrees outside in Phoenix. And I am like dying and it was 120 you're degrees. making me work at this point. And I'm like, this isn't vacation. This sucks. Like I don't want to pull over on the side of the road and drone. Yeah. And it, it was not enjoyable at first because again, I didn't understand what you were doing at the time. It was 120 degrees in Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, that's the thing with, with vlogging. Like, Vlogging is so difficult, even though I don't like calling my videos vlogs. I like calling them like episodes because my whole vision was to create a TV show out of just my life. And with vlogging, you can't be in the moment. It's you're either in the moment and you miss things or and, and I, when I say miss things, I mean you miss moments that you want to film. Or when you're filming, you miss those moments that you want to just remember. Mm -hmm. So it's this back and forth thing and it's really, really difficult. And I was looking at this beautiful scenery and just this epic trip laid out in front of me. And my first thought was, okay, how am I going to turn in? How am I going to turn this into a badass television show? And that's what I tried to do. So everything we did was like, what can I do to capture this in a certain way? Or can we go do something that's going to just be really entertaining instead of like 
oh, let's do this because we just want to do it and ex- experience it together. And right. that's where... Well, I think the the difficult part, too, was, well, at least for me, like being on camera, number one, I was not yeah, comfortable, not comfortable on camera in front of all. the camera at all. So I yeah. hated and to you be... you still aren't. I'm, I'm, I'm still not quite there yet. And this is brutal right now. No, I'm, a, I'm okay You're right okay now. now. But you got some wine in you. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it's mostly because when... When you're going through a certain emotion, so for example, I was like super hot, like my skin is so sensitive. So yeah. in Phoenix, I was like blistering red. They know, I captured it. Correct. And I was outside <laughs> for like maybe five minutes and I started to like overheat. My body was like, no, goodbye. Like you need to go back in the car immediately, AC. He needs something else. And, but to you, this is a moment. This is a perfect moment for you to capture on camera that's a story. And to me, I'm like, this is a personal situation. I am overheating and I'm going to die. And you want to film this? <laughs> so I was really sensitive to that. And yeah. you, and I mean, honestly, you still do it today. Whenever I am in, and this is the part that I still will have some difficulty with. And we have, we've created some sort of a boundary where... If I'm upset, like I'm not put on camera. If I'm something's bothering me, like it is not worth a story. And that's yeah. a huge boundary you have to make when you are in a relationship like right. this because you have to respect each other's side. Mm-hmm. I totally respect your career and everything that you're doing because I love what you're doing and I love seeing you live out your passion. But at the same time, you are putting my personal life I know. out there. So it's it has there has to be a middle ground. And that's why we stopped filming you so much after. Yeah, this pretty trip. much. Yeah, there it's are too times, bad but because it's, everyone it, loves you. Well, it's it's when I want to be in front. Of, like this is this right. this is the thing we've always talked about and have I've always said is I am so portrayed as a completely different character on your vlogs than I am in real life. Like I am not well, they very just haven't self, seen enough. Right, but I'm that's not. All. I feel like on on in your videos I've I've come off kind of sheltered and really like closed off and standoffish and yeah like really like you know almost like upset all the time which I'm I'm not right. I'm I'm very outgoing I'm super friendly I'm always talking to other people and you are you are and all that jazz but I I just I'm different I was camera. always I just thought of it as a artistic standpoint and when I say artistic, I don't mean just getting the best shot and the most aesthetic shot. What I mean is creating a piece of content that is real, that mm-hmm. isn't some made-up highlight bullshit re- mm-hmm. film or whatever, but something that actually shows like real life. And that's why I show all the complaining and all that stuff on camera because... It's real. It's it's actually what's happening. You're complaining. You're actually having a horrible sunburn and a reaction mm-hmm. to the sun. Right. And I want to capture that because people can relate to it. Right. And so that's where my head was at instead of like, oh, wow, my, my girlfriend is really upset right now. I should probably tend to her instead of standing back and let her just struggle and figure it out. And I just film the moment. I can right. see why that's really, yeah. really freaking frustrating. But that's where communication is so important in that situation because especially when you're first starting out in a relationship like that, yeah, you have to create those boundaries right. and you have to have that kind of communication like, hey, yeah. I'm not okay right now. Please don't tell me. I was just really excited because this was this was like the first trip where, I've never, first of all, I've never done anything like that before just personally. 
but really I've never even filmed anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I knew that no one really had filmed anything like I was about to film uh, on YouTube. So I thought it was this really like fresh look at a travel series instead of doing the whole like, like make a travel film and it's like, oh, look at how sexy I am in, the, in these woods and stuff. And like, it's so beautiful. But instead we're like hiking and complaining about the heat and like, it's just a real travel series. Yeah. So that's why I was really excited about it. Well, I think the, it. the, not to cut you off, but to go back where it, the flip like switched because the first two days I was really, really upset. And we had like a talk after... It was like our first day at the Grand Canyon, our first big experience. I was so like, we were so taken back by the Grand Canyon. And then you were filming the whole time. And I was like, this is the most amazing experience ever. Why do you like, why are you so obsessed with the camera? And I didn't understand why. And then that day we had, we got into a huge fight about it. And we like didn't speak the whole night. Right. I remember that. We had a full conversation the next day and like came that's literally when we set the first, that's when we set that boundary. Yeah. When we said, okay, you can film and you can do as much as you want to, but you, I also want you to be present. And I want you to, to not live behind the, the screen. I want you to experience this moment with me and see what I see too and like yeah. be together during this time. And it happened and it literally from that moment on into the rest of the trip flowed seamlessly. And it was great the yeah. rest of the way. And I feel like we've carried those boundaries that we created at that trip ever since. And there are there are some instances, yeah, that we run into here and there. But yeah. other than that, we've come up with like a really... I've My entire mindset changed entirely about what you do for a living. Yeah. There's still some like really hard times because... There, not hard time. There's just there's there's also there's there's really some hard times with with like wanting to do certain things at certain times of the trip. Like for sunrise, like I, I was I was ready to freaking work. I was ready to get up at every sunrise, right? Do film this at sunset and like all this stuff, right? And like that just wasn't that wasn't happening. Well, it was. This was where my my problem kind of came from because I didn't you wanted to get up for sunrise to get the shot and I did not want to like if I didn't if this was a situation without a camera would we be getting up at getting would we would we be getting up at sunrise to go drive three hours to our next destination so we can get the shot or like see that experience no it was for the camera and that I was trying to avoid doing things for the shot. Like, yes, totally film, do your thing, but I don't want to, like, kill myself and wake up at 2 a.m. so that we can drive four hours just for this one shot of sunrise. But when we got there, this one specific location, at noon instead of sunrise, what did you say? You said, we should have went here for sunrise. That's right. Yes. No, I didn't. Because it was crowded. There was a ton of people. You're like, this sucks. I guarantee I would have been miserable if we left at 2 a.m. Yeah, but there would have been no one there. It would have been cool. Temperatures. Temperatures. And. Hey, everything was meant (laughs) to happen the way it meant to happen because we would never would have experienced our 
35 mile per hour winds across Lake Powell at 6 p.m. before the sun went down and we did exactly that's so true. it was supposed that's to happen good. the way it would happen good point good point okay we're off track we're gonna no, delete all of this no we're not yeah um ever since that moment we um it, our relationship just kind of got better and better I feel like our relationship has like like gotten better with time yes of course which is kind of weird usually it's like the complete opposite Usually it's like, it's amazing, and then it gets worse and worse and worse yeah. and worse, and then eventually you break up. Ours was horrible, and then it got better and better yeah. and better and better and continues well, to get better, I think weird. I think for me, because I was, oh, we're about to get sentimental. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I, you were a huge inspiration to me, and I was, you were my, like, my role model in my life at the time, because I was going through a huge transitional phase. And I was switching careers. I didn't know what I wanted. I wanted a purpose, and I didn't have it anymore for a very long story, back long backstory. You want to share some of it? No, it's too Another long. Episode. If you want to, if you want to read about it, you can go to my blog. So on the rise. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can push it. Come on, you gotta push your brand. I'm just kidding, guys. Go to Soul on the Rise. Uh, go to the, her Instagram page, Soul on the Rise. Follow her. Uh, all one word with a underscore in the beginning, right? Underscore soul, soul on, on the, the rise. rise yeah. yeah, underscore soul on the rise, all one word. And uh, you can check out her blog if you're interested. Um, yeah. No, soul on the rise. Oh, excuse me. Cut that. It's soul on the rise underscore. All one word. Soul on the rise underscore. Give her a follow on Instagram. You could read more of her story on there and her blog. Okay, go on. Yes. Well, anyways, you were... A huge inspiration to me for multiple reasons so I think that I for myself being someone who grew up in a bubble of a nine-to-five job and a very very conventional safe way of living you opened up a door that I've never experienced in my life and I've never been I never asked myself the questions that you proposed to me and that was huge for me and it's like this was kind of a thing where you know you have a good thing, like you need to hold on to it. And when I saw what you were doing, which was so unconventional and things that that people don't regularly do and it's a risk and it's a change, it was so motivating to me to see that something like that is possible. Somebody who's so passionate about a dream is possible. And I also really, really wanted that. And so I was always so drawn to making things work because I refused to believe that you needed to give up something really great in order to go and have this dream that you had. It would be that I, when we talked about it before, like I considered, I was so lost at one point that I considered breaking up because I wanted, I was like, oh, I can't have both. Mm -hmm. I can't have this amazing relationship and go out and fulfill my dream. Mm-hmm. And when I asked, literally, like, really asked myself that question was when I said, like, absolutely not. Like, you can totally have your dream. You can have your cake and eat it, too, in this situation. Mm-hmm. You can go out and do the thing that you want to do because all it is is getting support from the other person. That's all that matters. So in, in that case, I think I use that as a lesson for myself. And I tried to give you as much support as I possibly could. Yeah. 
while working on myself. I needed it. I don't yeah. think I would have been able to... I think that's something I think you asked me once before, like, do I think I would have been able to grow as fast as I did or just accomplish things that I did um, just being single? And, you know, I was such a lone wolf that I think I would have gotten into a really, really bad mindset. And... I would have just, I think I would have just struggled and potentially just crashed and burned, I think, if I didn't have you with me and have your support. Yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of communication and understanding on both partners' side. So if you are in a relationship and one person just really seems to not understand and they want that attention on, on themselves or on, yeah, on themselves, like they want that attention from you and they and you feel like you're giving as much as you can, that's just a conversation of, of that you two need to have and come to a conclusion so that person truly understands what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Because when you see that bigger picture and that bigger vision and dream for that and what that's going to essentially look for you and your future, because I'm assuming you seem some sort of larger future mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. when you see that, that makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I came from was when you see someone so in love with something and so passionate, you end up being so passionate about it too. I can never see you doing anything else. And I tell you this all the time that I don't have a doubt in my mind that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I never have. Well, it's working so far. It is. You're doing great. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and you are too. Now you've got the entrepreneurial bug in you a little bit. Yeah, you've changed my mindset on a lot of things, and it's mm-hmm. it's I've been exposed to a world I've never yeah seen, and not many people honestly get the chance to. You have to really right. meet the right people right to expose you to that, and it's been extremely life changing and in the best way possible. Yeah, but that's another thing. It's like. We have been in this space, this entrepreneurial, self-help, just all these like, just let's just say entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. because I'm in filmmaking, you're in like health and wellness, self-help type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're in this space and so we're kind of like, we're not in the real, we're in the real world, but we're not hearing what, what, your average day-to-day person says anymore mm-hmm. the people that all have just like your your kind of standard corporate job not saying that that's bad but we're just so we're always around people that have their own businesses yeah and so we've kind of forgot what that what the 90 percent of other people are actually doing yeah you know what I'm saying? I also think it's a reframe of mindset because I think that I still, I'm not doing anything entrepreneurial on my end, but... Right, but you work for an entrepreneur. I do. I work for an entrepreneur, but I can't, you've never worked a nine-to-five. Right. I worked a nine-to-five and I planned to my entire college career was working that type of... I never looked outside of that. And mm. I still... I still have a lot of understanding for people who do work in that environment and I don't think it's wrong at all. I think if you love what you're doing and it doesn't matter what time 
what um uh what's it called um like what kind of career it is mm-hmm. whether it's a nine to five or whatever it is if you work from home whatever you do if you love what you're doing do it and mm-hmm. that's that but at the same time it was just a reframe of mindset like yeah the wire people always coin those who wear nine to fives is miserable mm-hmm. and it's like what is the thing that makes them miserable though and that's where I think my mindset changed because I used to be miserable working at a nine to five but then I changed my mindset to well what's actually making me miserable is it the actual job that I'm doing is it the, t- the time that I'm there mm-hmm. like what in my life needs to change that n- needs to make me happier and that was literally just finding a finding a passion finding a purpose and it just so happened that at this time, it's not a nine to five. Yeah. So what is your passion? Uh, well, at the, like that I do that as a, how I work. Yeah. Well, you said you found your passion. My, well, my highest element is writing. Mm-hmm. I'm in my peak of peak when I write. And would you have figured that out in your nine to five? No, it took me doing something unconventional, which I didn't plan to make money with by any means. And I don't at this time, but I started my blog because it was new and it was different and it It was was, fun. No, actually it wasn't, it wasn't fun at all. I was, I struggled so much in the beginning, so much. I did not know what the hell I was doing and I hated it because it was new and it was hard. But if I never started that blog, I would have never been in the position I am today. If it was so difficult, why did you keep going in the first place? Because I saw a bigger picture behind it. I knew that once... I also... I never wanted to give up on something. Like I kept having this inkling, this feeling like, don't give up on it don't give up on it just keep trying mm-hmm. i didn't want to ever put it to rest because there was one time remember the first time i started my blog and then yeah. i put it to rest right and then i was like i'm gonna try again mm-hmm. because i just ha- kept having that feeling like no just do it yeah like why don't you just do it because i i reached a point where i said stop giving up on yourself and just freaking try like who cares yeah. if people judge you just do it yeah and i did it and it it wasn't like crazy or anything by any means like it's not like i you know gained a following from it it was purely every single blog post i ever wrote was purely a message to myself mm-hmm. and that's just the truth and they still honestly are and every and i have talked about this before but my blog posts are always a message to somebody in my life or me mm-hmm. so i've never written a blog post based on the general public I've yeah. based on it on a best friend going through something right. and that's for you. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's a really important message because, um, just in social media today, and this might be getting off topic, but everyone is trying to look their absolute best. Everyone's trying to look super cool and show off just, just their perfect version of themselves because everyone is their own PR agent and people will say hey you know you should do this and give advice even though they've never even been through it or anything Mm -hmm. like that and i feel like you know instead of giving somebody advice when you haven't even been through that you should be 
giving yourself advice. You should be writing these Instagram posts to yourself and not mm-hmm. telling what people, not telling them what they, they should do. And that's what I do with my Instagram posts. I, I, I say every single message that I put out there is just a reminder for myself. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to help somebody, then that's awesome. Right. But it's really for myself. Um, something that I've been going through at that point in time. And like, you know, I don't know anything, you know, you and I were, you know, 26, 20, you're about to turn 25. I'm 26. Like, you know, some 32 year old's going to read my post and be like, wow, like I should listen to Zach, even though he's 10 years younger than me. I don't know, probably, I don't know if that would... It would just come off well, I think, bad. But I think the biggest thing, too, is it's it's everybody starts out, especially if you're creative, you start out doing things for personal reasons. So, like, when I, like I said, when I started writing those blogs, they were purely for me. But then once I got over my really, really difficult stage where I was so miserable and then I, like, found the light and I started living a completely different life and thriving in that and living in that and, like, pursuing my passion mm. when I started living in that world all I could think about was like wow I can't believe that I went through that hard of a period of time mm-hmm. that now my entire mindset shifted and I said I want to write for people I don't want anyone to ever experience what I went through I don't I want to help anybody and to avoid going through that because you so can mm-hmm. because you know reflecting back it's like i got in my own way and it was me who caused me to be in that miserable of a situation i totally could have changed that whole thing Mm -hmm. but i didn't know how to and because i've experienced that i've taken that as my motive to any and like i said like i write not for to make money or to make this a career i do it just purely because i want to Mm -hmm. but it's for other people and i feel like you do that now where, where not every message is necessarily to yourself, but it's also to those... You can put yourself in the shoes of someone who just started and is so passionate about this thing that they want to do, but nobody understands it. Yeah. No, I can't. I just, I just don't want to come off as, a, as like I know everything. Because yeah. I, I don't. I think right. it's really important that you show just all of your mistakes, every mm-hmm. all your failures. And, Be vulnerable. Live in humility. Yeah. That's what people say. Yeah, I think that's just... It automatically separates you because there's so many people that say they're vulnerable, but the people that actually have to say that they're vulnerable are not vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You show vulnerability. You don't say yeah. that you're it's vulnerable. Like, it's like a confident person. Like You don't say, I'm really confident. You just... Mm-hmm. You either are or you're not. Mm-hmm. Period. The end. So... I think if if you're gonna want to separate yourself out from just starting a blog, a brand, an Instagram, or whatever, is just being your your true self and and just literally documenting everything and and showing all of your screw ups and your your stupidity. I think that's important because mm-hmm. uh, we all do silly, stupid things. Just ninety eight percent of us don't show it, and that's kind of a shame. Um, let's revert back to what we were actually supposed to talk about, and mm-hmm. that is: is it possible to date someone when you're following your passion? Yes, one hundred percent, absolutely. You think so? Yes, but I didn't for a long time. What do you mean? I 
I mentioned this earlier, saying that I genuinely didn't know if if I can live out my dream and go find myself with you a part of my life because I didn't know how to separate relationship and like passion. I didn't know how to separate the two because I was so attached to wanting to be a good girlfriend and wanting to be there to support you. Yeah. Where was the time for me? I think I think it's different now because we know each other so well now and we live with each other and it's like like we are each other's support system. We talked about this already. No, we haven't. Not yeah, what I'm yeah. about to say. Oh. We we are each other's support system. But if you're starting out in a relationship when you are in the heat of a, a passion that you're trying to accomplish, I would say no, don't get in that relationship. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I that's think, yeah. like yeah, like our relationship's working really well and like mm-hmm. it's it's great and it was a blessing in disguise, I guess you could call it. Well, I think that we went through a much more difficult path than we needed to. Like I totally agree with you. Do not get into a relationship if you are in the heat of what you're doing, but the other person like does not have a passion or has no idea where oh, they're yeah, going. Oh, that's a catastrophe. Because it's, to it's a huge problem because that's essentially what happened to us. Yeah. You had this huge problem. I or this huge. Uh, it was a problem. It was a problem <laughs> I was trying to solve. No, well, yeah. you had a huge dream. I did have a huge dream. I wanted to be a physical therapist for like the longest time, mm-hmm. and when that dream didn't come true. I lost like my mind because I had you lost no, your identity. Yeah, I had no clue who I was anymore. Mm-hmm. And I it's and it's I'm sure some people can relate to this, but when you see somebody in your life that you really care about thriving and being happy and like just killing it, for whatever reason you get this feeling of envy and jealousy and like mm-hmm. I want that. Like why can't I have that? And it in turn kind of creates this animosity that you don't even mean to create, but you do just because you just want, you just wish you had that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what happened with me is I, I saw you like just pursuing this thing that you loved and I used to pursue something that I loved. And then, you know, later found out I didn't actually love it that much, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah. But I was so, um, I was so wrapped up in that. Mm-hmm. And that caused huge problems for us because the majority of our arguments and fights were about that. Yeah. So if you are in the heat of the moment of what you're doing right now and you are, you know, go- going on dates with someone. And or even like thinking about starting something. Yeah. But that like. I'll just say don't do it. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. It's just make sure the person that you're considering getting jumping into a relationship with also has something that they're passionate about. Yeah. So that they can support you through this and they can understand it. But right. it, I wouldn't say like, no, like steer clear. Don't get into a relationship. That's not the well, message. Well, I think, first of all, I think most of the relationships we get into, most of the dates that we go on don't end up working out anyways. So I think I think it takes a very, very special person, usually the one that you marry or, not even, or just spend the rest of your life with, usually takes that person for... To, to understand what you're going through. And, you know, that's, there's a slim, small percentage of those people. So that's, I guess that's what I kind of meant. But, um, you know, if you're, I think if you're just starting 
um, if you're just starting to do something and, and that's unconventional on your own, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, freelance, whatever that is, um, I think it's okay to get into a relationship as long as you communicate with that person of like, hey, I'm like really like passionate about this and I'm really trying to start, strive for it and like this is what it's going to take for me to do that are you still interested? Like, you kind of almost have you, to have that really conversation. You really do have to have, like, an ultimatum almost. I don't like, think we had that conversation. No, we didn't. Ours is a kind of a unique story because we just stuck through it and yeah, we whatever it was, we saw something. <laughs> well, we just saw something, I think, in one another that yeah. was just, I don't know. I can't really explain Couldn't that. separate. Yeah, I can't explain that part, really, because I never actually, like, legitimately was, was like, not... It's over. It's do or die. Like, yeah. We always were like, no, we're going to get through it. Yeah. So, yeah. Make sure you find someone that supports you and genuinely supports you, not just... Says that they do. Yeah. Like, not just says, like, wow, that's great what you're doing. Because right. you can easily be used, you know? You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. It's obvious. Yeah. You can tell when someone's actually interested in what you're doing. Like, I can... I know for a fact that you, like, genuinely want me to just conquer the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely know that just from just being around you. Yes, so that helps me a lot. correct. Find, find someone that, that does that for you. Then I would say go for it. But if not, then it's a waste of time. Waste of money, waste of time, waste of energy. Yeah, and, and especially if you're... If you're thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or taking that business route, like you, you have to be selfish. And that's something that I've really, you didn't know that I didn't know that, but it's something that I'm super understanding of. And I'm very, I understand, I know where we, I know where we, when, where we are in terms of a relationship where I know that I am a priority in your life. And I never compare myself to your business because I know that it's just not the same thing. I cannot compare myself in the amount of energy you put into work than you put into me. Mm-hmm. It's completely different and unrelated. And you need someone who understands that. Mm-hmm. But also, they're probably not going to understand that in the first month of dating. It's going yeah. to take work. So if this person that you are like obsessed with right now, but they don't support you that much, like give it a shot until... Until you kind of know your boundary where you're like, all right, I need to do this. This is for me. This is my selfish time to go and go after my dream. And if you are not going to support me, you know, mm. what's, what is it worth really? Yeah. It'll just delay everything. Right. It'll just put an unnecessary negative energy in your life. And you don't need that when mm. you're trying to pursue something so big. Entrepreneurship obviously has its ups and downs and it's progressively been more difficult as you grow and expand your business and move forward Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's been a growing experience for me because I'm learning to support you in different ways where I am your biggest hype man every Mm -hmm. single day (laughs) like every day that Zach wakes up upset or like thinking he can't do this I am, it is my obligation as a girlfriend and as your, just, your, I'm your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> as your best friend <laughs> and person in your life to be 
positive, cheery, happy. You can do this. Yes, all day, every day. And he takes so advantage of the fact that I work from home because he's in my ear all day (laughs) That's all you want to talk about. And all I do is smile and say, babe, you're doing your best. Love you. And that then sounds... five minutes later, <laughs> it's the same thing. That sounds okay. horrible. I'm doing my best. Meanwhile, shit's blowing up, hitting the fan like I'm a wreck. And no, my that's... business is going down the tubes. That's just your brain that's yeah. making all of that up. And I'm here to say, no, 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 that's no. Right. It's all an illusion. I wake up every morning crying. <laughs> yeah, you're depressed. No, I don't do that. I don't. I haven't cried yet. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. You've gotten so upset to the point where you you had tears. I did? Yes. About what? I don't remember, but I know what happened. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember that, though. You did. You sure? Positive. Yeah, this is a crazy fucking road. It's nuts. And I feel like I'm in just the heat of it right now. Like, I'm in just the middle of, like, it being, like, the turning point to something really, really big or just going down the fucking shitter. That's where I am right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like teeter tottering right now, and I'm like at that point where it's like I could go to the right and just like hit the lottery, not financially, but just like I mean, just my business starts to grow and scale the way I want it to, um, with Waylon and and my courses and everything, or tips to the left, and um, I'm back to. Just the square one shitter. That's well, that's how I feel. Yeah, it's all in your mind. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. Yeah, so if you're a girlfriend listening to this, or you have a girlfriend that needs to listen to this. Or you're a boyfriend. Or you're a boyfriend. Dating a girl in my position. Yes. Um... You really need to be that support system and you need to take yourself out of that. And that's a moment where it's not about you. It's about making sure that your loved one feels like, hell yeah, I can do this. And sometimes that takes taking yourself out of your... I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that I think I've kind of had a bad day, but then you're having a bad day and I change my mindset on purpose to be more positive, to be happier for you, and that in turn makes me a more positive and happy person. Yeah. So it really, it's a win-win situation. That's a good point. But it's like, it's it's really like, that's just you taking yourself, and I'm not trying to say like, I'm this great girlfriend who's always so cheery and happy and like supportive. It's not. You're not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> I what I mean. It. But I mean, just try your best, like do everything you can. Because... Mm-hmm. It's so important. It's someone going, it's such a mental game. It's such a mental game. It's all mental. Yeah, it's all mental, but that's, you need that because you, like you said, if you were doing this lone wolf style, you'd go crazy if you didn't have someone reinforcing your feelings and being like, listen, you're doing fine. Right. If you didn't have that. Well, that's why whenever I would travel. um, You know, when we weren't living together, I still felt even more alone, even though. I still had your support, but it just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why when I would go on these trips, I would feel totally rejuvenated because I was I would be with like-minded people. So I think I think you can do a lot, but 
your significant other can't just do everything. You still have to put yourself in proximity with like-minded people and brainstorm and talk to others and, and get feedback and, and, and just, you know, just kind of brain dump and talk it out and express yourself. Um, and also surround yourself with, um, people that are achieving more than you at that, at that specific time to kind of just jumpstart your motivation again and, and get you back to why you started this in the first place. Yeah. You know, you your significant other can't do everything. Right. You can't rely, like you can't rely on me right. to make you have a good day. And I do sometimes. You do. But in those cases, I usually just tell, if you're super uninspired and things feel like they're sucking, I usually just say, just stop. Yeah. Stop doing what you're doing and just give yourself a minute to breathe and just clear your head and clear your mind. And then I very politely say, I got my shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) You need to leave me alone. But I'm here. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I'm here. I'm supporting you from the distance. stay in the living room. But don't come talk to me because I'm busy. Yes. (laughs) That's right. High five. High five. Yeah. Team. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it. Do you got anything else you want to add? No, this has been fun. I feel like it's been good. I feel like we provided a good amount of value. I feel like we definitely went off track. We went off track big time. I didn't know what I was saying at one point. Me a bit. (laughs) But, you know, this is episode number four, I believe. Really? Yeah. Why? Do you think I've done more? Yeah. No. I think episode four, episode five. One a week. And I skipped two or three weeks Jesus. yeah well, i wasn't feeling uh inspired so i told myself i wouldn't post one if i didn't feel inspired to but anyways um i really hope you guys enjoyed this we talked about some things that i didn't expect to talk about but um if this helped you in any way whether you're in a relationship now or think thinking about getting into one and you are trying to pursue a very, very strong dream of yours, something that's extremely important to you. Um, If this has helped you gain any clarity at all, please do me a favor and Wex a favor. Uh, Please share this episode and please also review this episode. I want to hear some feedback from you. Um, Please let me know. Please review it. Please share it. But only if you've gained a lot of clarity with this episode or it helped you or you think it'll help someone else. In the meantime, I got a new video coming out, a new film on YouTube, um, either Tuesday or Wednesday, um, probably Tuesday, but early this week. And I'm very, very excited about it. I mentioned it in the last episode, but it's all about how entrepreneurship is glamorized and social media and how it really shouldn't be. So I'm really excited about that. So be on the lookout for that. I'll be posting it all over my Instagram. Make sure to follow Wix on Instagram at soul on the rise underscore. Uh, please send her some love. She has some beautiful stuff on there, some beautiful writing. 